I can hear you. I can hear you. Baba hala bashako momba halebe bonsa na nahadia. Ima hagalaba suna brene hegebrosa ne mahalebe lebonda. Efele ne mahagoboda boyonda brihasede. Io mahasheka la mango ho sanada. Embera ne ne mahagabran suna grahasteno. Elipa pande kepai. Ofe ne mahazune krestuna hai. Eshende kalemon kemaliata. Apeina asone kepai. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Clap in and celebrate God. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. Now, God is so interested in you than you are of yourself. Number two, you need to know that now that you are born again, you have come into a new world. And that's how things are done. Number three, the world you have been born into is a world of glory. Is a world of what? Now, what is glory? Glory is living up to full excellence. So, God has brought you into his family where you live to the fullness of what he has designed of you. And it is beyond your glory. It's his glory. Now, one word I want you to remember in talking about glory is that God has brought us into a family of dominion. Not this church I'm talking about. I'm talking about the kingdom of God. You've been brought to a place of dominion. It means that God has brought us into a realm where we must be in charge of all things. And one place that God wants you and I to express dominion is in our finances. It's in our finances. Only Jesus can meet a poor man and make him rich. And only Christ can meet a rich man and make him poor. But not poor outwardly, poor in the spirit. So he can long for him. So your financial prosperity is God's agenda. It's important to him. Very important to him. Very important. Now you also have to realize that in as much as your well-being is so important to God. In as much as you have been brought into a kingdom of dominion, where you must dominate in everything, in as much as it is God's desire and design that financially you are in control, God cannot do it in your life without your partnership. You cannot have what God has designed for you if you are not partnering with God. Partnership with God is so important. So important. That is why, yes, Jesus Christ has died on the cross. He's, he's made salvation available to all men. But it will cost for a man to believe in his heart and then the man to confess in his mouth before that which Christ has done on the cross will become what is in his life. It's like preparing food for somebody. The person says that, I, 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 I want to eat the food, but you have to eat the food for me. It does not work that way. So there's a partnership that must be. There's a role that you must play. Now, I'm saying all of this as quiet as possible so that you can write as much as you can and think on it. I was sharing with somebody that when you come to church, there are two places where writing goes on there is a writing into your book and there's a writing the spirit does to your spirit in your heart it is what is written upon your heart that you leave it i want god to write upon our hearts this one may god write upon our hearts may the holy ghost write upon our hearts hallelujah so there's there's a need for a partnership a partnership now for you to be able to know what to do you must be told what to do that's why you are taught in church. If you are not ready to be taught, then you are not ready to know what to do. If you are not ready to know what to do, it means you are not ready to partner. If you are not ready to partner, it means you are not interested in God's interest for you. Did you get that? If you are not ready to be taught, and you are not ready to allow the teaching go on within you, it means you don't want to know what to do. 
if you don't want to know what to do, it means you're not ready for partnership. Now, if you're not ready for partnership, it means you are not interested in God's interest he has for you. Hallelujah. The first proof that what God has designed for you like it is your willingness to learn. But when you're not willing to learn and there's nothing about you to learn, it means you're not interested. Now, write this one down too. Nothing just happens. Nothing just happens. Things are made to happen. There must be a force that moves things to make things happen. We are all here this morning because we had to move from our houses. We had a desire to be in church. We saw the church building and then we prepared and moved and came here. The financial scheme of God for the body of Christ requires that you and I know what to do. It won't just happen. Hallelujah. And one of the things that one of the one of the things that God has, one of the systems that God has prepared that we must know and not just know, but to know and begin to do so that that which God has desired for us now finally become a reality is tighten. It must be taught. Let me say this. The world does not want the church to be rich. The world thinks that the gospel is for poor people. I met a man of God and he was asking me something about us. And he said, have you gotten that stuff? I said, not yet, working, working towards it. It's a man of God. No plan B. No plan B. You must get it. It is yours. <laughs> he said, the church has come to a place to stop thinking plan B. It's as if anything that is excellent is not for church. Have you realized that when we enter this community, there seems to be a lot of development around. So this is what happens. When the church enters a place, the church breaks the yokes of things that do not work. Now, the world does not know that things are, were not manifesting because things were being held spiritually. They don't know that the praise of the church in their noise making, in their prayer, their praise, they have broken this without being a prayer topic. And because of that, things are now happening. They think it's development by their planning. But the you realize is the church. Then when it develops, they now sack the church from where they are. And the church acts like, oh, yes, she, yanko. Let me be very raw with you, rule of God. When you don't have money, when you don't have money, your Christ is questioned. And when you don't have money, there are some of you here, your integrity is questioned. There are things you do you should not do. The borrower is always a slave to the one that gives. Oh, Christ has set me free. But as we sit here right now, you are, you are, you are like Ghana. Independence, but we are not. Whatever they do in their room, in developed nations, we survive here. We are not independent. There's something beyond the chains that you can see. There are chains you can't see. When somebody keeps giving you, and you allow the giving to be given to you, you have given yourself to be a slave. Are you with me? Jesus was talking. I thought Christ would say, you can't serve two masters, God and devil. No, he said God and mammon. That should make you scared. That should make you angry. And of course, all of us here, everybody here, the course you read, mammon chose for you. You don't come a weekday service because mammon is telling you don't come to church. Because you make enough mammon. The kind of woman you marry, mammon has a place there. I said somewhere recently that many young ministers, their wives are outside. I mean, they have traveled. Where's your wife? She's in the UK. Where's your wife? She's in Canada. Where's your wife? When was the last time you came? Five years now. Why? Because some fathers will tell you, you need a woman that can support you financially. <laughs> That's why we have men divorced. What is meant to be joined together should not be lived abroad. 
Are you here with me at all? If Jesus is talking and he said, don't serve two masters and men says, mammon. Ah. They must be wild. They must know everything that is in the scriptures that makes us a master of a mammon. Don't make it look like we are not spiritual. Hallelujah. And what God has, is titan, I titan, titan. If the world wants you and I to be rich, why are they trying to teach us what they don't know about? Oh, why are you giving your time? See how the pastors are changing their cars. They are wearing new dresses. I want to help us this morning. Can I help you? Praise God. So, the foundations are very clear. God is more interested in your well-being than you are of yourself. Hallelujah. And then God has made available certain systems that work and it is Titan. Now, what is Titan? We'll come to the scripture I've read. I will tell you why we, we've not come there, but I'm going to tell you something shortly. What is Titan? What is tight? It is good to repeat. It's right here that we mentioned what Pentateuch is. And after we asked, after some days, nobody knew what it was. So repeating the same thing over and over again is the work of a pastor. An apostle comes here to tickle you, shake you, and goes away. It's the work of the pastor to keep repeating. Because though you are looking attentive, you are not hearing. That will be repeated. What is Titan? Now, Titan is Titan. It's tens, one tens. Okay? So, for example, if I'm given 100 Ghana cities, I take how much? 10 what? Good. And that's my tithe. Now, I introduced something at the back down there about how do you tithe because there are certain very simple things I'm going to draw your attention to. All right? So, Titan is 10% of the income that comes to you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. It's 10% of the income. Now, now we see in the story, that we, there's a story in the book of Genesis 14 and verse number 18 to 20, talking about Abraham. All right. Now, one of the ways by which you can advance in life is to find people who have advanced that path you have gone through and follow them. They say, follow who knows road. Now, Abraham knows road. And is the father of both the Jew and the Gentiles. Now, Abraham, no one told, I, I shared with you some time ago when I did Titan recently, that the first time that Titan or Tite is mentioned in the scriptures is in this particular scripture. Genesis 14, verse 18 to 20. All right. It says, then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. Uh, he was the priest of the God Most High. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he, Abraham, gave him a tithe of all. A tithe of all. Now, if you want to know what that story is, go to the podcast. I shared it. To listen to it, and you know where we come from. Amen. To have this. But Abraham gives a tithe of all and this is the first time that tithe is mentioned i said in that preaching that um in studying the scripture it's always good to know the first time something is mentioned like worship the first time it's mentioned is genesis 22 so when you see the first you know how it's conducted hallelujah and so you realize that here the first time the tithe is mentioned that it is um abraham giving a tithe of all that he got from that wall nobody taught him Number two, it was not a law. Are you with me? He gave it. Now, there was a tradition amongst them those times. They gave tithes to their gods. But Abraham had come to meet a different God and decided, no, I'm going to give a tithe to him. Hallelujah. So, it's the first time it's mentioned. It means we have a lot to learn from the first time. Number one, it's not a law. Something by law. He didn't do because if you don't give a tithe, you will die. <laughs> and that will bring us to a certain point right now. Praise God. Praise God. Nobody taught him. He knew it. And let me say, people of God, this morning we're standing about the Holy Ghost. People of God, if you truly walk with the Holy Spirit, there are things you will know without being taught. He will teach you. He will tell you what to do. Hallelujah. 
So Abraham gives his tithe. So he, he takes 10% of everything that he got. So if he got handkerchiefs, he will count 10 and give it. If he got shoes, he will count 10 and give it. If he got goats, he will count 10 and give it. If he got, what else? Bracelets. You count 10 and give it. What else? Eh? If it's cast, you count 10 and give it. 10% of all. Can you imagine how his type looks like? Why would God increase him? Hallelujah. So, tithe is 10% of what comes to you as your income. So, your salary, 10% of it. Somebody sees it, you're looking so good, bless you with a seat, take 10% of it. Sometimes, you have to understand, it's important to understand the principle and do it than look at the figures. Are you with me? If you can't do for the little God brings to you, there's no how you do for the much that God brings to you. Can you imagine somebody give you 100,000 Ghana cities? What's the tithe? 10,000 Ghana cities. 10,000 10, Ghana cities. The devil will let you understand that 10,000 is a lot. Give God two, two cries too much. A thousand is okay. It's still, it's still part of the ten. Or, would you chit chit Ten thousand chim chit chim. Then you can't cry. You can't cry. Tight and yet, yes, savings came. You know, and yes, you At the will of God, I realized that if you are not faithful in the little, the match, you can't do anything about it. Somebody gave you one city. Look for the tithe and give it. You are saying, Lord, I'm a faithful steward of the little. I'm qualified for the big. There are prayers that are prayed not with the mouth, but with obedience. The prayers of obedience, they go faster than the ones that come from your mouth most times. Hallelujah. So 10% of it. I received a seed some time ago, some very good seed. Really good seed. When I took the tithe, I looked at the tithe, the tithe looked at me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, you can't give a tithe of 100 cities and you want the 10,000, it won't come. You can't give a tithe of 10,000, forget about a million dollars. You'll never have it. I said to somebody that imagine if um, Ronaldo was a church member. Was giving his tithe. You are all sorted. Oh, you are all sorted. Though. I tell you, after service, we will stand here and be sharing it. Go. Correct tithe. But that guy is not Holy Ghost filled like you. There's what he thinks he should do for what he's getting. He gives to the needy. But needy cannot replace tithe. I see some millionaires rising from this church. Why must I give tight? Why must I give tight? Now, to answer this question, let's now look at the scripture that we read earlier on. Now, the two brothers, Bible says, in the process of time, Genesis chapter number four, verse one to seven. Bible says, in the process of time, that the two of them went, decided to give an offering to God. All right, and the Bible says that. Abel brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. And then it says that, but he did not respect Cain. And his offering. God is not confused. He should have said, maybe he could have gone saying, if it's about the offering, he would have said that. And God respected Abel's offering. God disrespected Cain's offering. He says, God respected Abel and his offering. Your person is important to God than what you're bringing before him. Hallelujah. 
Now, the Bible says that, so what is it about Abel? What you see about Abel is this, from what he's doing here, you can tell what kind of person he is. You can tell Abel has a relationship with God. Why? The Bible says something. He brought the firstborn. Who taught this guy this thing? He brought the firstborn of his flock. The firstborn. Not just anything in the flock, but he brought the first. Not just the fat, but the fat. Quality has a lot to do with relationship. I feel like the third point is going to be answered in this thing. How to give your tithe. Now, I am not saying, I don't want to say, answering that question, why give your tithe? Say that it's a law. Eh, eh, eh. If it's a law, there's going to be a problem. I want to go beyond law. Are you with me? I want to go beyond, beyond what? Law. Now, you see, when it's a law, eh, you will do it to fulfill the law. How it is done, you don't care. You just do it. Hallelujah. Like, like husband and wife. Eh? And you are told in counseling. You must feed your husband. Feed in the morning. Hallelujah. Amen. The feeding at the dining table. And the other feeding. It's your obligation. You must just do it. Yes. So you are, the woman is angry. She's angry. But she has to do it. Can I tell you something? We're having couples retreat. When? How much is the ticket? Come and hear this. You'll be taught. So the woman just is there. Do your thing and go. That is law. When that happens, what we read from verse 1 is not real. And Adam knew. Adam went, you are not knowing. You are doing. Doing without knowing is sex. Knowing is making love. That one makes the marriage one. Oh, don't miss it, me. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Are you with me? So I don't want to talk about law here. Hey, see, see, my attachment, baby. More formal, dear. It's more than that. God respected Abel and his offering. <laughs> Have you not seen ritualist making money and building a jail for churches? There are two types of people in the world giving God, in their mind, giving God seeds. Abel and Cain. Those secular singers who have sold their souls to the devil, they are told that learn to be benevolent. Benevolent. What God wants to do is, is an Abel dimension, not a Cain dimension. Don't just give your tithe. So when you look at what Abel did, you can tell this kind of person. Firstborn and then fat ones. How did he know? He had a relationship. I'm here to tell this morning that your titan must be from relationship. If you don't have a relationship with God and you are titan, there are things you will not get. So from what Abel is doing here, ah, firstborn, what does that mean? That the first is yours, Lord. You are the alpha, so I give you the alpha. What opens the womb is yours. You can never give your best if you have no reverence and honor for the one you are giving to. A very dear one of mine and a family gave my family a gift last week. And I couldn't pray long for them. All I could say is, God bless you. <laughs> you know, that kind of prayer, no. It's powerful. You understand? There's a prayer a man of God will pray for you. And what? Short. As a potent. A deep. 
It is deep. It's that type of prayer that even when you're going, he's still praying for you, but he's not opening his mouth. He's looking at you. And that family, eh, they will walk in wealth that will scare them. I tell you. Praise God. The first born. The very first. So let's, let's make it practical. Somebody, you receive your salary. Maybe yours is 1,000 Ghana cities. And then you are giving your tithe. And then you look for the old notes because they came. Aoku will go to the bank. So you pick the old notes. You count them. In fact, while you were taking the notes, they are struggling to stand. And then you pick it. That is king. The church will take it. Ah, people of God, when Cain sacrificed, where the sacrifice went? Sacrifice, sacrifice. Ashi. But there are two works that happen when you give your tithe. It says, bring the tithes to my house. That there will be food. We, we don't know your heart. Oh. We don't know if you are Cain or Abel. We have received it. As we in Hebrews. We received that. He receives up there. Tiaji. Ya blessing. Red pouchy. Yes, moja. blessing. We take it. And Dickie will record it. Dickie, how was our offering today? Oh, man of God, today, today God has been faithful to us. Then you are there. I begin my task. I got not do anything. Are you Cain or Abel? He took the best. So you see that from what I'm looking at here, the man had a relationship. And you know, people of God, when you have a relationship with somebody, you value the person. You reverence the person. You are not told to do what you have to do to make the person happy. You just know it and you do it. What is romance? It's not holding hands and squeezing breasts. See, hey. I believe romance is ability to discern what your partner likes and loves. And without he or she telling you, you bring it forth. That's what we call Romance. Hallelujah. Yeah. Like my wife, Friday, she was, she, she was. Yeah. Oh, honey. Oh. Oh. Huh. That is romance. Amen. Abel could discern and know what would make God happy. Because of relationship. And therefore, he prioritizes Quantity and quality. Prophet Adam told us during the view of the cross. He said he's tight. He would sort it. In fact, he sometimes go and look for fresh notes. Eh? Uh-huh. Sometimes he irons the tight. He irons it. Make sure the notes are very straight. And he has time to pray and tell the Lord, Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Before he brings it. But most of us, Abel for someone listen for someone to pick the firstborn and the fat it means that Abel sat down took his time he was keeping records of how the flock were giving birth he had a book recording this goat gave birth. So, so this is the first one. Write it down. He was so the, it's not now in the process of time. Abel and Cain, but in the process of time, process of time, took his time. You want flockies? Inside there, we can have goats, we can have sheep, we can have cow. So the man had I, took his time recording, recording. Time of permission to go to the agriculture part of it. 
how long it takes for a goat to give birth and how many it gives birth to and what time. It, the, the man went through all of that. So if this month the goat give birth, the first, write it down. The goat rests more. After about four months later, he gets pregnant again. There's a month that he gives birth. He writes that one goat. So one goat might have several firstborns. And he has it written down. He will not come to the cow. It means that Abel must have had an administrative system to check, stock taking, checking, checking. If anybody's about, if he has a party and he tells a servant, kill some, let's eat. Say, hey, don't touch this one. This one is firstborn, it's for God. I get what I'm trying to say. I get it. He took his time, gave his son at home, honey, honey. Uh, I am even sure that Abel must have built a different pen for that flock. A different one. And I'm sure he might have written the firstborns unto the Lord. So as soon as any of them gives birth, is that first? First. So it means that hey, even when they give birth, he's there looking. Which one comes out first? Ah, you came first. Watch you know. I'm even very sure that sometimes he gave extra food to those ones. Because it says, and the fat. Now, I'm trying to let you picture and see how much time went into it. For Abel, the offering was not just that moment. It was a life. But how can a man do this if there's no relationship? On my wife's birthday, a couple gave her a seed. And it shook her. She said, I, I know them. Did they even have money on them? Where, where did they get this thing from? I'm very sure. It had been in their hearts. So they might have put it somewhere. No matter what they had, they didn't want to touch it. It is love from religion that will make you do that. That's why I'm not stressing on law. Are you with me at all? If you do this to God, why when the windows open? Now, so that man ready tight, I said, "Jah, we jah no cry there." When him say, "My name man, cause he says he caught." Now we shall now we jah tight. I'm going to hear mobile crying. Yeah, man, mobile book account. Yeah, we have printed booklets for your tights. Yeah, mobile book account. Yeah, don't mention. It's having my book. First time to be to me, who me? He said, "Where? We book in the bedroom." That is our part as administration. But I want you to see the other one that opens certain doors for you. When a brother of mine shared this revelation, we're having a chat together and he shared a bit of this with me. Ah, straight away. We got a box, labeled it like Abel. Put at the top of our wardrobe, tight. So to the Lord. So the next phase we've taken up now, Claudia. When the money comes, before we, we before we spend, we take the tight and thank God, put it somewhere before we start spending. But for some of us, you spend it before I my tight. If God is interested in your well-being financially, if God wants you and I to walk in abundance, in dominion, and he has made available a system, please follow the system properly. As I said last time, there are some of us where you're coming from. Even if you get a good job, if you get Talo Grand, they are paying you $5,000 a month, even $10,000. You and, you, and, you and wealth are very far. No, you know. Oh, you know. I know very interesting that you know when when money that come to you is increasing your 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 wants also increases. Are you getting it? It won't say no money comes that a song. You are using a saloon. Last time I'll call program. Your friend be that you are even sharper than him. Ochi Highlander. And you are the main speaker. You packed your old Corolla by the side. 
and they've been telling God, Father, in the name of Jesus, open down the gates. And then there's some job you applied three years ago. They call you. I used to say, yes. You apply so there's a job for you. And your take home is 20,000. <laughs> you end the call and call that number back again to be sure if it's correct. You have not started work, you come and give testimony. In fact, you promise us you even give us seed. All of a sudden, that's what money does. They said about money. As soon as money, money comes, something. I've noticed that. You, you get. Yeah, all of a sudden, I say, I say, and how you talk changes. But when you are broken, you are owing. That's how you talk. You talk with all humility. It's not humility. You are about to be exposed by the breakthrough coming next time. Use the amen. So now a new job comes, good money comes. You want to change your status. You want how we see you to change. Hallelujah. And then you go for car loan. Because your money can handle a loan. And you go for car loan. Then we there, we are here. We have oil to dedicate new cars. We have plenty here. Then you, you come and pack some powerful car. And then share testimony. Ah, we are here. We are face down. Who dance with you? Who anoint the car? <laughs> Only you and your God know that you are paying loan. So yes, you are being paid 20,000. But actually, you are receiving 2,000. Because you have, have car loan, house loan, suit loan, even your wife, the wig, wig loan. So as you are working, you are a loaner. So people of God, there is a certain dimension of financial prosperity that is supernatural. That is why God has made this available. Tights with joy. Tights from religion and revelation. That's what Abel did. I'm not giving my tithe because Bishop will look at my because I don't give that. No! No, not at all. I'm giving the tithe because, because I love him. He's been telling me. So I do it well. I do it well. I don't need supervision to give my tithe. I do it. Abel. And so what happened? God had respect. God had respect. God had respect. God had respect. I, I want God to respect your offering. I want God to respect your tithes. When God respects your tithe, can you imagine? See, see, see. The man died, or they killed him. Eh? But in the New Testament, when we're talking about bloods that are powerful, they mention his name. The only blood that could be mentioned that speaks, apart from blood of Christ, say Abel. Is that serious? That speaketh better things. Better things. Better things. I am sure if Abel had the chance to be alive, you would tell God to forgive Cain. Because of the way we see how he did his offering. He has to work with God. So his blood is speaking, Jesus is speaking better. It means that the Abel that is speaking good things, but not better things. They keep people a lot in the Bible. Many people die Oh, many, 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 but only Abel. Talking about Christ's blood, said, that speak better than the blood of Abel. God had respect for Abel. And even in future, we're talking about bloods. There's Abel blood there that speaks. I want a dimension of wealth that my great, 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 if Christ tarries. In fact, even when Christ comes and the new heaven, new earth come, it will still be speaking. Abraham gave tithes and offering that we are still enjoying. We are enjoying it. No, you and I are enjoying Abraham. 
Abraham, blessings are mine. We're enjoying it. He's still speaking. But how did that happen? The person should not be separated from the offering. So in your titan, let it be a relationship. Hallelujah. So what is tight? 10%. Why must I give tight? I love him. How do I give it? It must be of quality and quantity. Don't just give it. Be intentional about it. If I be prayerful about it. Be joyful about it. And I tell you, the Lord will have respect for you and your tithe. Rise to your feet. <laughs> A product came to us some years ago and when they mentioned the amount that time we took a deep breath and we looked at them we smiled in our minds when what we can't do this there are some of you in this house I'm going to bless you with a car How many of you said amen? Hey, what else is that? Okay, anyway. Mr. Mouse, help me see how we arrange it. In my life, I see sometimes when we share this testimony, it's not to boast. Please, far from it. Far from it. The things you just began both to do and to teach. If, if we are teaching you something, and we are not examples of it. We are not qualified to say anything to you. But I have seen it. I'm still seeing. It's not even started. Because for what I see God will do, we've not started. There was a season in my life. I'll give tight and still be tight. I'll give tight and still be tight. And one thing I knew was this. I shared yesterday somewhere. And what do you do? When God is not doing. When God is not doing. Do what he said. We keep doing. And when the clouds be full. There shall be a flood. So much flood. That not only the windows of heaven will open. But the doors of the earth will also open. And when the waters are coming from beneath and above. <laughs> even what was an obstacle will be covered and you'll be floating in abundance. How many of you would love to tithe? Father, see the hands on. Please, Lord, let it come. So an assignment, look at me. Everybody, go and get a very nice envelope. Get a nice envelope. That envelope is only for your tights. It can be a brown envelope, pink envelope, and a color you love, a color you love to give to God. Buy a pack of it. If you can't, you will. Buy it. Alright? Write be, be, beside it. Before you have money, you didn't have money, just write on top. My tight to my lover. Are you hearing me? Do it from today. If you can get to the go and do it. There's no money inside, but put it there. Because what do you know? What's going to happen is this. Before the week will end, you'll put money there. And I decree and declare that in this house, in this house, in this house, what is called supernatural provision shall become our second name. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I don't want to know what job you are doing. <laughs> no. All that God needs to make an example of you is your sample available. Go and get that envelope. Get some very nice pen. Look for the best handwriting you can have. I want you yourself to write it. 
Not anybody writing for you. If your handwriting, the T is going this way and the H is coming this way, write it like that. Put the, my tights onto my lover. And place it somewhere in your room. And every morning, you say, my lover. Your envelope is empty, oh. It is empty. I must feel it. Sunday is coming, oh. I must give you a tight. I must give you a tight. I must give you a tight. I tell you before the year ends, when you shall look at your tight booklet, you say, hey, me na me tight, and also say, Jesus Christ, I see men and women here who are going to be giving tights. They are rising from the hundreds, from the ten, in fact, from one city, they are coming, they'll go to the tens, they'll go to the hundreds, they'll go to the thousands, they'll go to the ten thousands. If you are the one who say, I am the one. Poverty is evil. Hallelujah. There's a dimension that God will bring you and I to. It's a spirit of honor. Lately, I, I, I say this, mommy, I, when people do something, I tell them, the Lord honor you. I've not been saying the Lord bless you now. I've been saying the Lord honor you. People of God, when honor comes upon you, men will love you. They may not like you, but they will love you. And not just love you by mouth, their hands will love you too. What they have will love you too. Praise the name of Jesus. That's where we are entering into. So the instruction is very clear. Get your own. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, what is it? Envelope. Amen. I told you here how that during one service, I changed my offering. I changed it. I didn't tell my wife what figure it was. I didn't tell her. So one day when the study... And she asked me again. I said, okay. Uh, this is the figure. I said, hey. I think now we are doing competition giving in our house. We said, she did a sacrifice. Maybe she said, no. Say, mommy, we pass. I'm out here. That should be a godly competition. You should have a friend in church. Say, Charlie, how is your giving going? So I'm trying to say, Charlie, I give this. Just you and the guy. It's not, a, it's not that you are bragging. No. It's a godly encouragement. That is how we become a church of wealth. We, you will see us dressing too much, but you know, we, we can buy a house for you and not feel it. That's what I am seeing. It shall come to pass. I said it shall come to pass. I said it shall come to pass. I said it shall come to pass. I see many of us repenting from how we've been giving our tithes. I've seen it. I'm seeing it. Many of us have repented. And because you have repented, can I say it this way? The Lord too has repented how he has been blessing you. Uh, that army grab louder what you just did. Just as the Lord gave respect to Abel and his offering, he will respect you as well. In the name of Jesus Christ. He will respect you. He will respect you. Our pastors in this church, we shall be the highest givers in this church. I said, I said we shall be the highest givers in this church. If, I, if you are not careful, a time is kept not too long from now. We might not take special seed here. By the time you come, we have done things. You'll be asking, well, how is it happening? If, because if you don't hurry up, we'll take it. It shall come to pass. My pastor, shall It shall happen. We are breaking forth. Can I get a good amen to that one? We are breaking forth. No more limitations around us. In the name of Jesus. 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 Are you that person breaking forth here? Are you that person breaking forth here? Lift your two hands and just be thanking the Lord. Be thanking the Lord. There's a breaking fall for us. There's a breaking fall for us. There is a breaking fall for us. We're breaking the limits. Balanda Haya. Meloni me asinomai. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Come on, come on, one more time, just one minute. Just one more minute. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Hallelujah. Now, just a minute before the bishop comes. I, I know of a rich man in this nation that I'm told that his particular area in Accra here is prime. He wants to own everything. Yeah. 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 He wants to own everything. And he's doing it. He's doing it. Jesus didn't save us to be beggars. get it. Don't you ever think in your life that financial prosperity is a sin against the gospel. Please. Poverty is not good. It's not good though. We have a lot of work to do. Look at all these people that are staying there in the shops, the kiosks. Imagine as a church we pick these families. Build house for them. Put them there. Build a chapel in that area if they don't come to church. One day I was in the car and I saw this woman selling orange. So I said, What bread? And what chalky streets in the pool? I said, No, John Dean. So I called her. So I said, okay. I gave her and I said, I told him, I said, I said, She smiled and said, Brah. And I said, Why? That prayer that woman prayed. Playing can't kill me. No, there's some place you don't have to pray again. Papa Abiyo said something time ago that the old man in his village said when he was at morning, she didn't say anything. She just said amen. Because they are praying for him. One day my mom prayed a prayer. <laughs> he said, anyone that will rise against you, my spirit. It is a God spirit. He said, spirit. Who contend with that person? Say, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> uh, this is insurance. Insurance. Your mother prays and says that her spirit. Ah, that means that even when her days on earth are over and he's gone, she can tell God, Lord, excuse me, I have a work to do. Let me come and do this thing for my son. When was the last time your father prayed from his stomach for you? Do what I said. His stomach, sir. His stomach. He did Ah. You are blessed. And they do that. Like, hey, you are blessed. <laughs> the Lord is going to sing over you with joy. In the name of Jesus.